My brothers, my sisters, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. He left Nazareth and went to live in Capernaum by the sea in the region of Zebulah and Naphtali that had been said through Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled. Land of Zebulah and Naphtali, the way to the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people who sit in darkness have seen a great light on those dwelling in the land overshadowed by death. Light has arisen. From that time on, Jesus began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. As he was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and his brother Andrew, casting a net into the sea. They were fishermen. And he said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of people. At once, they left their nets and followed him. He walked along from there, and he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets. He called them, and immediately they left their boat and their father, and followed him. He went around all of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and curing every disease and illness among the people. The gospel of the Lord. So yesterday, I was driving with my wife along um, Situate. A beautiful, sunny spring day, right in the middle of January. And on the side of the road, there was a message board in front of the big Unitarian Church, the second parish church of Situate. And posted was this quote attributed to William Ellery Channing. May your life preach more loudly than your lips. That's one of the simple messages from today's gospel and today's readings. May your life preach more loudly than your lips. Today from Matthew, we begin to hear about the beginning of Jesus' public ministry and the invitations that were made to his first disciples. Follow me. Come after me. Become fishes of people. And during the next few weeks before Lent, we'll be asked to do that. Asked to repent. Love our enemies. Pray for those who persecute us. And next week, we'll get the roadmap on how to do that. 
how to be a disciple, how to follow him, how to come after him, the Beatitudes, the inspiration that has us wanting to live our lives that are blessed, blessed by doing the work of God and not just talking about it, living the gospel by our actions, not just our words. Not an easy message, but when we do it, it does bring us joy. And ultimately, it gets us closer to God. And it gets us closer to the kingdom of heaven. Following and seeking God in our lives is what we are all about. Yeah, it's a journey, but when we're open to it, often we find that God finds us when we least expect it. Just like today, two sets of brothers, fishermen, just minding their own business on the beach. And Jesus comes up in Galilee to Simon and Andrew. They're just casting their nets. And James and John's mending their nets. All of them just working. And Jesus invites every one of them. Follow me. Come after me. And at once they do. At once they leave behind all of their possessions. They leave behind their boats, their nets, their livelihood. And even James and John, they leave their father on the boat. And what they'll do is they will be changed forever. No more casting and mending nets for fish. Instead, as disciples, they'll be casting out themselves casting out themselves to catch and mend people. Now, we may not fish for a living, but our lives every day, I think, are about casting and mending. We cast, we mend every day. Just living our lives, taking care of our families, taking care of our parents, our jobs, our homes, casting, and mending every day looking to just hold it all together and maybe struggling with loneliness or sickness or financial hardships, addictions. Our lives are challenged every single day. And it may seem that all we do is casting and mend other people's lives and maybe casting and mending our own lives. But that's where it starts. That's where we do God's work. When we live beyond ourselves, we love one another. And when we grow spiritually, we leave behind who we are and we grow. And here's the important thing. We let go. We let go of what is easy and what is comfortable. And we begin a journey that transforms our lives. And we become what Matthew Kelly says, the best versions of ourselves. The best versions of ourselves. I listened to a podcast recently called On Being. It's on public radio with Krista Tippett. And she did an interview with David Brooks of the New York Times. And he's a journalist. And he talks about his two friends that live in Washington, D.C., named Kathy and David. One of their sons, they go to a public school, and a friend that is at the school just really has never really had a real home. 
The dad split. The mother has drug and health issues. And, and this family invited him in to stay with them. He joins them for meals, but he also stays with them. And the two boys go to school together. And they leave from their home. They've opened up their home to this kid. And what they've found is that there are other kids in that same circumstance. So they went beyond themselves. They stepped out to do God's work. They opened up their house every Monday and Thursday nights. And all they do is say, come on over. 10 to 15 kids come over, mostly between the ages of 18 and 22. They get some food, and they spend some time together. David Brooks goes over there on Thursday nights. In one of the weeks that he was there, he met this girl, a woman, 21. And she says, the first time I've had, I've sat at a dinner table since the age of 11. Brooks brought his own daughter there another week. And after the night, she said to her father, this is the warmest place and home that I've ever been in. The young adults do poetry slams, they sing, they play music, and the adults, all they're doing is providing a place of love and trust and listening and presence. David Brooks says the gift that it gives to him is that it gives him an intolerance for social distance talks about when he does book signings, he often, people want to shake his hand. That's about all the interaction he has socially with people that really like him, but he shakes their hand. And he recalls the first time he walked into the house, he extended his hand out for a handshake, and the kid, first kid that greeted him stopped him from shaking his hand, and he says, we don't do that here, we hug. And he got a strong embrace of welcome. That is a simple model of love one another from a couple in Washington, D.C. That's what we're called to do. That's what we're invited to do. As St. Francis said, do the gospel. Live lives that are simple, loving, nonviolent, and joyful. Simple, loving, nonviolent, and joyful. If there's one thing that you remember here today, live your life simply with joy. Let us live our lives that preach more loudly than our lips. Let us all go out in peace and glorify the Lord with our lives. Thanks be to God. Amen.
There's a train of coming You don't need no ticket You just get on board All you need is faith To hear the diesels coming Don't need no ticket You just thank the Lord the train to Jordan Picking up passengers From coast to coast Faith is the key Open the doors and bottom There's room for all Amongst the love and most Just time. 